Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Let's talk some big questions ahead of week six. Next on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to FFT and 5. I'm Chris Towers. I'm here with Heath Cummings and a lot going on today, Heath. Uh, I don't know if you've been following the football news, but uh, kind of a busy day right. around the NFL, specifically from a fantasy perspective. James Conner and Justin Jefferson were placed on the IR. I probably put those guys in reverse order of importance accidentally. Uh, and Devon Achan. I'm going to guess he's going to be following them. It, it it feels very rare that we get the the team is considering putting this player on IR reports and then they don't go on right. IR. So he hasn't been placed on IR, but he's got that knee injury. Sounds like he will. And the Dolphins have some flexibility here with Jeff Wilson Jr. coming off of IR this week. I would expect he's going to play and it's going to be a, a 1A, 1B situation with him and Raheem Mostert. And he, this is not one of our big questions, but I'll just ask you here. Uh, how would you rank the Dolphins running backs if Jeff Wilson is active this week? Uh, if Jeff Wilson's active, then I'd have Raheem Mostert as the top 12 running back and Jeff Wilson as a top 24 running back. I think that especially in this matchup against a Carolina team that's one of the worst in the NFL and maybe the worst yeah, in the NFL yeah. and terrible against the run to boot. Um, I, I think both those guys would be easy starts. If, if Wilson's not active, Raheem Mostert's my number two running back. The, the Dolphins have... 15 touchdowns from their running backs this season, which I think is more than they had all of last season. Almost certainly. I think they only had like 12 or 13 last season. Yeah. So it's been a a real change. And obviously Devon Achan's individual brilliance plays a big part in that because he's ripped off like three long touchdowns already. But yeah, it, it seems like a good situation. Another good situation. Austin Eckler is going to be back this week. He said he's 99.9%. Sure, he's going to be back. They play on Monday. He practiced without limitations. On Tuesday, it's not an official practice. They'll make their first official practice on Thursday. But that's the good news, I guess. And let's move on to those big questions now. I've got three, one for quarterback, running back, and wide receiver. Sorry, tight end. Although last week was actually a really good week for the tight end position. Finally, God knows we needed it. But let's talk about the quarterback position. And last week, I, I might have just phrased the question like this. Is Joe Burrow just bad now? And now, a week later, the question is, is Joe Burrow just back now? What do you think? How are you ranking him for week five? Or week I six? think for the most part, he's back in your starting lineup. Mm -hmm. uh, he's a top 12 quarterback for me. I don't have him ranked as high as I expected to. He's still behind Kirk Cousins. Um, so he's, he's in the top 10, top 12. If you went away to some other sort of streamer, you're almost certainly starting Burrow over whoever that was. 
But no, I'm not ready to say that he's back to the guy that I expected to throw for 4,500 yards and 30-plus touchdowns. Yeah, I, I want to pull up a stat that Jacob Gibbs posted on Twitter on Tuesday afternoon because I thought it was enlightening. The According to the Fantasy Points data suite, the number of targets that any player had that were deemed open or wide open. Uh, number two, Adam Thielen and Tyreek Hill tied with eight. Mm-hmm. Jamar Chase was open or wide open on 15 targets in week five with an average depth of target of 8.1. Adam Thielen and Tyreek Hill on their wide open targets were 3.4 and 4.1 yards down the field. So that just my hunch watching the highlights from that game. I I didn't watch the whole thing, but my hunch was that this was more about Jamar Chase just being on another level last week. than it was Joe Burrow being back to himself. Now he played better. Looked more mobile, had a scramble for a first down. That was all nice to see, but I agree. He's not top five fantasy QB, Joe Burrow, at least in my eyes. Maybe after this week, he will be if he has another good game. Kind of burying the lead that Adam Thielen is a lead again. I mean, (laughs) we, we, you and I talk about this a lot because we have the projections versus rankings dichotomy and, uh, he's the guy that I moved down about 12 spots in my rankings because, Based on the projections, he's a top seven wide receiver for me in week six. I haven't and adjusted he, yet, but I think he's in the eighth or ninth. Yeah, it's it's a little scary, but they're throwing to him a ton right now. He looks really good. It's all underneath stuff. There's yeah. nothing down the field. I think it's partially a product of the dysfunction of this offense, but it might still be dysfunctional moving forward. So yeah, Adam Thielen looks really good. How are you projecting the wide, the running backs for the Colts in week six and beyond? Obviously, Uh, very different questions. Yes. Beyond, I project Jonathan Taylor to be a top 12 running back rest of season and Zach Moss to have a few games where he matters as a flex. Mm -hmm. This week, I think, will be one of those games. I have Moss projected as a low-end number two running back or high-end flex. I have Taylor about six or seven spots behind him. So Mm -hmm. think Moss in the 20 to 24 range, Taylor in the 27 to 30-ish type range. Yeah, the the funny thing is, you know, last week I said, you probably have to start Jonathan Taylor because he's the kind of guy who might only need one carry to right. be worth starting. And then it was Zach Moss who ripped off the 56-yard touchdown uh, and did that and had a He's been legitimately game. good this year. Oh, he's been great. Yes. Jonathan Taylor's better, I yes. think. If As soon as he's Jonathan Taylor again. Yeah. Let's uh, move on to the wide receiver position. And obviously, one of the fallouts from Justin Jefferson going on IRR and... Frankly, I'm I'm a, it's a little scary what we're hearing that like he might not come back after 4 weeks. There's a chance he doesn't come back at all if you listen to some of the reports. That's speculation for now, but what are your expectations for KJ Osborne? I've got uh Jordan Addison as a top 24 wide receiver for this week. I think he could just absolutely blow up moving forward. KJ Osborne I'm a little more skeptical about. I know he's had some times when he's been useful, but Adam Thielen missed 4 games in 2021. KJ Osborne had 22 targets in those four games. Now he averaged 11.4 PPR points because he had three touchdowns, but not a guy who has earned targets in the past. What are your expectations for him? I think he's going to get seven targets and you're hoping he scores a touchdown. He's a low end number three wide receiver. He's third on the team for me in projected target share Mm -hmm. this week. He's probably the fifth best fantasy option on the team, but The Vikings are a high-volume offense, and they're facing the Bears. So I think he's a fine number three wide receiver to start. I I was just just writing about this. I think he's played eight games over the last two years where he's seen at least six targets, and that's a a pretty fair expectation. He's been over 12 in five of those. So you got a slightly better than 50-50 shot that he's a borderline number two wide receiver. 
and you got a slightly worse than 50-50 shot that he's not any good at all. That sounds about right. He's wide receiver 37 for me for yep. week six, so right in that same range. I would prefer to be in a situation where I don't have to start him, but if I do, it's not the worst thing in the world. All right, that's going to do it for FFT and 5. We'll be back tomorrow to talk some start-sit questions for week six. We'll see you then. Streaming on Paramount Plus. You ready, Bob? Well, all right. Audiences are raving. Bob Marley is electrifying. It's the feel-good movie of the year. You dig? Bob Marley, One Love. Rated PG-13. Now streaming on Paramount Plus.